Hey there, retail leaders. It's Steve Worthy. Before we jump into our episode that I know you are going to enjoy, I've got a little something that I think you'll like. You know how we always talk shop and we share insights here, right? Well, I put together this newsletter. It's called Worthy Retail News. Here's what it does. It allows us to continue our candid dialogue. It's another way for us to provide straight talk conversations and stories and even some more behind the scenes perspectives from top professionals in the retail industry. Just click the link in the show notes to subscribe or better yet, you can go to worthyretailnews.com. It's just that easy. Worthyretailnews.com. Trust me, it's worth a look. All right, let's go ahead and dive into the episode. Hope. 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 It is the only thing stronger than fear. A little hope is effective. A lot of hope is dangerous. A number of years ago, scientists conducted an experiment with rats, putting them in a tank of water and observing how long they could survive before they drowned. Amazingly, the average time was 17 minutes. They then repeated the experiment with a difference. The second time, the average survival time was no longer 17 minutes. It wasn't 40 minutes. It wasn't an hour. The average survival time of those same rats, just the second time, was 36 hours. 36 hours. That's a staggering 127 times longer than the first time. And scientists explain the difference as hope. Hope isn't merely a nice option that helps us temporarily clear a hurdle. Hope is essential to our very survival. Good day, community of listeners. Welcome to The Worthy Podcast, where we provide quick, actionable content you can apply directly after each episode. Our goal is to help leaders find their why, meaning their purpose, by learning more about themselves so that they can save time to lead faster and accomplish something of significance. We feel it's time for you to stop being a leader that others think you should be. And it's time for you to become the leader that you have always wanted to be because you are worthy of so much more. Let's go. Hey, community of listeners, Steve Worthy here. I'm excited to talk to you about today's topic. It is a listener generated topic around hope. So we're going to break this down into four topics. First, we are going to define hope. Second, we are going to talk about what are the number one things that people hope for. Now, then we are going to talk about the downfalls or the perceived downfalls of hope. And then lastly, how can hope help you as a leader along your journey? Let's get into it. So here's the thing. At the beginning of every year, everybody has this measure of what we we want to call hope, this idea about what hope is. You know, my New York Knicks, I have been a New York Knicks fan for the longest. And every year, <laughs> I hope that they will get better. And every year, they don't. So sometimes hope isn't a good thing. You know, we've often heard about that. We often heard the phrase, you know, hope is not a strategy. And that is a book by by Rick 
page. And um, the link is in the description if you want to pick that book up. When I think about that title, Hope is Not a Strategy, there's a misnomer attached to that title. I think people, when they hear that hope is not a strategy, they instantly go to, well, yes, well, hope is important. And, you know, um, it's yes, of course, it's not a strategy, but people need to have hope. I think what he was trying to do, what he was trying to do, he was trying to express the idea that, you know, it's better to be prepared, you know, than not prepared, right? You know, it's meant to express a kind of this, un, you know, um, uncontroversial notion that action is more important than words. You know, careful planning is more valuable than just lofty ideas. You know, we talked a lot about uh, in, in, in the last episode around just your ideas are not enough. And so we have to make sure that we put hope in the right context because it's not a strategy. It There is an emotion that's attached to it, but it can be used for good. It can be used to catapult you to the next level. So what is hope? Hope is that that optimistic, you know, expectation of, of an outcome that's typically favorable, you know, for you and your circumstances. You know, it is it is not the denial, right? There's a difference between, right? So hope is not blind for the for the you know, you know, in in and of itself, right? There's a denial sometimes that is is almost associated with this idea of hope. It's denying you closing your eyes, you know, to the truth because you don't like what you see right? Or you can't deal with it, right? That's that's denial. That's not hope. And I think there has to be that delineation between the two aspects of who you are and what you're going to be hoping for and how you're going to implement hope in your life. Hope only becomes denial when you give, when you give up fighting and you start hiding. Hope doesn't, hope doesn't, um, it is not exclusive of struggle, obstacles, or anything that you're actually going to face. So we have to make sure that we understand that first because it is truly important that we have to have a hopeful look, you know, around positive things in our future. You have to see the opportunities and challenges as well as we continue to move forward. So now let's move into the top things that people hope for. I wanted to give a little bit of context around this idea of hope and the top five things that people hope for, because I think it will just be constructive for each of you as a, as a listener. So the number one thing, I think everybody can understand why this one is number one, happiness, right? But it's also the idea that, you know, you're not knowing what you want to do. That's what it was really tied to when I was researching kind of the top five. So it's it's happiness, but it's tied to the idea of not knowing one, what I want to do. And so when you're hoping for happiness, you're hoping for some clarity about what it is that you want to do. Number two is probably no surprise either. It's money. But the challenge is, is not having enough money or time to accomplish the things I want to do. I see this all day long with my, with our clients all day long. And it's not so much the money. It's that last part around not having enough time. You feel like you're running out of time. 
You you don't have enough time to do anything of significance. And a lot of time we're hoping for money because money will be the thing that will actually allow us to achieve something that we truly want to do. And number three is freedom. But the challenge with that relative to hope is having the freedom to find my true purpose, you know, or what it is that I want to do every single day that I wake up thinking, breathing, and hoping for as well. It's that freedom, that ability to just understand what you want to do. Number four, it's peace. The challenge with peace, it's it's the lack of clarity of who I am and my purpose. When you start to think about some of these different things, hopefully you're seeing the common thread in some of these um, challenges or the things that people are actually hoping for. And the fifth one wasn't, um, when I looked at the list, it wasn't number five. It was actually number eight, but I'm moving it to number five because I think it's it's apropos to everything that we're talking about. And it is confidence. But the challenge there is it's feeling like, you know, you have something to offer rather than feeling constantly as if I'm not ready and I need more training. So that's almost the the kind of quintessential definition for imposter syndrome, right? So you have people who are hoping for happiness, money, freedom, peace, and confidence. Let's see why the idea or the perceived downfall of hope is important for you to understand as you move along your journey. Hello, community of listeners. Steve Worthy here. I'm excited to tell you about the launch of our newsletter, which we have entitled Focus on When, W-I-N, which for us means what's important now. Honestly, it's probably one of the biggest questions that you're ever going to ask yourself throughout your leadership journey. What we realize is that leaders tend to go from project to project, result to result, and they never give themselves time to pause and reflect. The purpose of this newsletter is to help you prioritize the choices and decisions you are faced with every single day. It would also provide tools to help you overcome life's obstacles and roadblocks along your journey. You can sign up for our newsletter at www.worthyleadershipgroup.com slash now, or you could click the link in the show notes. Now let's get back to the episode. And so when we talk about the idea about the perceived downfalls of hope, and what we're really talking about is false hope. It's a hope that's irrational. And in some instances, it can actually be dangerous. And so let's talk a little bit about that. So hope uh, can be inherently biased. Here's why. Because hope is a highly personal thing. And so whenever we think about hope, we are looking at it through the eyes of ourselves. We're looking at it through our own prism, not through the hope of someone else, um, a loved one, a friend, a colleague, or anything. So we are looking through hope through our own eyes. And so there could be a measure of self-deception there and just waiting and wanting for something to happen without actually doing anything. There is a scripture that comes to mind. It says, faith without works is dead. In this instance, we're talking about hope, right? Hope without doing something is dead on arrival. So you have to make sure that it is not hope for just hope's sake, but you're actually doing something. 
Another thing is that hope can hamper us from adequately preparing for negative outcomes because it's almost that false hope is that is that we're just we 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 we're placing our trust that things are going to be okay. And it's not so much that you don't want to put your faith and your trust that things are going to be okay. It, it is that you still have to prepare mentally if things don't go the way that you have anticipated. Because if they don't go the way that you have anticipated, and now you're truly setting up those around you for failure. you know. And then one of the last things that we'll talk about relative to the perceived downfall of hope is hope can encourage you to forfeit personal power and control, right? Because the idea is that we want something so bad and we're willing to do whatever it takes. And in some instances, we give up and we relinquish kind of our own leadership traits, our own strengths, our and our, and our abilities, and not really delve into them because we are so hopeful that the outcome will present itself that we will step back. We will remove ourselves from the from the equation and from the process and put solely our faith in in the hope that whatever the outcome that we want to have happen that it will come to pass. And that in and of itself can also be dangerous. Let's move on to an interesting study that will teach us a little bit more about hope. A number of years ago, scientists conducted an experiment with rats, putting them in a tank of water and observing how long they could survive before they drowned. Amazingly, the average time was 17 minutes. They then repeated the experiment with a difference. This time, scientists rescued the rats just before they began to drown, probably at the 15-minute mark, maybe 16-minute mark. And after these rescued rats had calmed down, they were put back in the water to see now, the second time, how long they could now survive. When these rescued rats were put in the tank of water the second time, the average survival time was no longer 17 minutes. It wasn't 40 minutes, it wasn't an hour. The average survival time of those same rats just the second time was 36 hours. 36 hours, that's a staggering 127 times longer than the first time. And scientists explain the difference as hope. The rats the second time believed they could survive because they'd been saved before. John Oldberg said, hope is the fuel that the human heart runs on. A car crash or a diving accident can paralyze a body, but the death of hope paralyzes the spirit. How does hope help you on your leadership journey? Hope drives us to pursue that result, that person, that situation, that level of significance that we've been longing for. If we ignore the hope in our hearts and our minds or we don't have it, we lose out. Hope is to want an outcome that makes your life and the lives of those around you better in some way. It not only can help make a tough situation more bearable, but it can also eventually improve our lives because envisioning a better future motivates you to take the steps to make things happen. Hope is a belief that things will work, especially when it seems otherwise. It helps you stay calm and peaceful when something less 
than desirable emerges. Hope believes you will get through it. Hope remembers the time you made it through. While hope isn't a strategy, it's essential for you along your personal and professional journey. Chuck Swindle said, without hope, prisoners of war languish and die. Without hope, students get discouraged and drop out of school. Without hope, athletic teams fall into a slump and continue to lose. Fledgling writers longing to be published run out of determination. Addicts return to their habits. Hope isn't merely a nice option that helps us temporarily clear a hurdle. Hope is essential to our very survival. Well, thank you, community of listeners, for listening to this episode on hope. And that hope is not a strategy, but it is essential to your overall leadership journey. If you want to hear more episodes like this or suggest a topic or give us feedback, we ask that you connect with us at www.speakpipe.com slash the worthy podcast and you can leave us a voice message there to let us know an idea a suggestions or anything that you have for us we would love to connect with you and as always we thank you for listening to the worthy podcast have a great day and god bless Okay, okay, okay. Before you go, before you go, hey, I just wanted to say thank you so much for being a massive part of Retail Leadership with Steve Worthy. I got to tell you the ideas, concepts, and also the challenges that you guys face out there as retail leaders, you know, it keeps us going. It is the fuel that helps us um, create these podcast episodes. And we just want to thank you so much. Please, if you have more ideas and things that you're dealing with or struggling with that you want to hear about, let us know as well. Also, if you're interested in working with Worthy Retail, let us know. If you want to learn more about the campus, we have links in the description as well. So, hey, I will see you in the next episode. Have a great day and God bless.